following broadcast is brought to you by the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. For more information, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. As Director of the Clinical Audit Support Centre, I, Stephen Ashmore, would like to welcome you to the first ever Clinical Audit blog. For those of you not familiar with the term, a blog provides commentary on a particular subject area and can appear in many formats, including textual content, photographs or audio, which is otherwise known as a podcast. The blog that you are about to listen to has been recorded by the Clinical Audit Support Centre as a podcast. Our blogger is not a member of our organisation and her identity will remain anonymous. Content of the blog is left entirely to the individual concerned and opinions of the blogger may not necessarily be those shared by Stephen Ashmore and Tracy Ruthven. Our blogger is a very experienced clinical audit professional who possesses an academic qualification in audit and who has worked in the field for over 15 years. She is not a member of any national groups and there are no known conflicts of interest in terms of her writing the blog. For information, our blogger will contribute a new blog every two to three months and the voice of the individual recording the podcast is not that of the blogger. We hope that you find the views of our blogger interesting and informative and that you enjoy this new service from the Clinical Audit Support Centre. This is podcast one, entitled, It's Audit Jim, but not as we know it. For those of you listening to this who have been working in the field of clinical audit as long as I have, you may have asked yourself on more than one occasion recently, what has happened to the good old days when healthcare professionals were allowed to make their own decisions about what topics they needed to audit? There was a time when healthcare teams, supported by experienced audit staff, worked together to identify and design really useful audits that they felt were important to improving local issues or problems relating to the quality of healthcare delivery for their patients. Health authorities and trusts developed and agreed clinical audit programs that included locally designed audit projects identified as beneficial and necessary to raising standards locally and responding to the needs of their own target group of patients. Good working relationships were built up between healthcare professionals and clinical audit staff who developed an excellent understanding of local issues that enabled robust and effective audit projects to be designed and delivered. Clinical audits made a beneficial difference because the teams who designed and undertook them owned them. Not so today, regrettably. Like an alien invasion of Klingons on the starboard bow, trusts and healthcare professionals are now bombarded by the requirement for completing so many national audits, NICE audits, QOF audits, etc., etc., that there is little room or time left for developing and undertaking valuable homegrown audits. This is a great pity, since these audits not only enable great teamwork and a real commitment to sustainable change, but they have proven time and time again that they make a positive difference to patients locally. Unlike the national must-be-done audits that fail to engage the interest of clinicians and consequently fail to stimulate active commitment to change at a local level. Year on year, trusts feed the hungry beast with national audit data, mainly to tick boxes to satisfy the healthcare commission. But change fails to happen or to be sustained because the audit is not locally owned. With the advent of such initiatives as practice-based commissioning and increasing opportunities for redesigning the way healthcare is delivered locally, let's do all we can to ensure that local audits are very much a part of our audit programmes, responding to local need and involving local stakeholders who have a vested interest in ensuring that high-quality services are delivered. Postscript. For anyone wondering, I'm not a Star Trek fan, but as I was thinking about writing this blog, 
That irritating song, Star Trekking Across the Universe, was playing on the radio, hence the inspiration for the title. This broadcast was recorded on the 23rd of April 2007 and is copyright of the Clinic Audit Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the Clinical Audit Support Centre team.